It's your boy Tommy V Raw Sex. We're gonna jump right into it, and we're talking about Gunna, uh, YSL, all of that. You know, the whole thing. You know, but just really this whole snitching thing, right? And not just Gunna, but what this means for us as a culture, as a people, or anyone following the culture, or anyone following the people. I'm sick of it, personally. And I'm just going to come out the gate, letting you guys know where I stand. And I hope that, you know, anyone listening that doesn't agree would at least hear me out. Right? Just hear me out. And take away your nigga goggles. And I hate to use that word. It's such an ugly, terrible word. But I, I just can't think of any other way to describe the filter that we look through life in. Especially as black men, even some Spanish men, and now even the white kids, or I don't want to say kids, but white people are starting to follow some of these ways too, right? And it's all to a detriment, and I want to break it down to you why it's detrimental. Let's just, we're going to look at Gunna. I'm going to bring 6ix9ine's name up a few times because he's a, he's a prominent, known, snitch, informant, rat, whatever you want to call it, right? And I want to I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this from a very serious, raw perspective. I don't care how I'm judged afterwards. I've already said a lot of these things publicly. So let's get into it. I'm not gonna waste any more of your time. The first thing I want to say is this. Congratulations, Gunna. Sergio Kitchens is his name on coming home. I'm I was happy. I was happy. And I'll tell you why I was happy. I was happy because before Gunna is a YSL member, some people say allegedly that, you know, we'll just say allegedly that, you know, he's a he's a part of the Crips before he's a rapper, before he's even anything else. He's someone's son. He's probably a few people's best friend. I know of one person that knows him personally. They grew up together and he's been described to me as a very good guy. Right. I living in Atlanta, of course, being from the area, I ain't say I'm from from over there, but I spent a lot of years over there. The area where he's actually from where he grew up and seeing what he does every year. And you know the beautiful thing about it, I, I, let me tell you guys something about Gunner, right? Gunner goes and he's been doing this since he got famous too. Gunner goes every year on Christmas and he gets gifts for everybody he gets gifts for everybody right and um, when he gets he, he goes like I think the first time he did he did it at Walmart then the next year he did it at like a, a shoe store he got out and went and did it immediately this man's loyal to what he believes in something else some of you guys don't know about Gunna Gunna and I don't know if it's still open I don't know how it works I, I don't know but he put a store in the school that he, he, he went. I think he either put it in his high school or middle school. He put a store in the high school that he went to. I forgot what high school he went to. But he put a store in the high school. And in the store, if I'm not mistaken, everything in the store is free. I mean, there's a limit on how much you can obviously go in there and grab. And it's not like a, a it, it, it was a very necessary store. Milk, eggs, cheese school uh, notebook, pencil, paper, stuff like that. This is the type of man that this was. Anybody from Atlanta will tell you there's nothing about Gunna, and I'm not trying to call him soft. We have to get away from thinking that the statement I'm about to make is an insult. I shouldn't even have to put a a, a precursor or whatever the term would be to warn you guys that I'm not trying to insult him. But there's nothing about Gunna that tells me that he's involved with criminal activities. I've never looked at him like that. But before any of these allegations or any of these things, I never looked at Gunna like that. I've always even said, man, Gunna is one of those guys. He's an Atlanta dude. You know, it's a difference between being a criminal and just being from the hood. You know, like, he's just hood. Hood does not always mean I'm out here doing the most. I don't, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if Gunna never sold a bag of weed in his life. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if, which we all know when it comes to like, I guess, street activities, criminal activities, selling weed is the most lenient one, right? Uh, 
you know, it, it, him calling hits and organizing crime. No, I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. It just it, being from the city, you know, you meet people and you hear stories. And I just I've heard stories about a lot of people in Atlanta and Gunner just never has popped up. I'm just telling you about what my experience, my from my observation, from my own personal observation. I know I know one person that I know of that knows him like they're like they grew up like they're friends. But just, you know, you hear stories about some of these other. I ain't gonna say none of their names, obviously, but you hear little stories about little shootings they might have been involved with or rock. Oh, man, he, he robbed my cousin or, you know, he's a bit skatering fighting or stuff like that. Like, but I just never heard that about Gunner nothing nothing bad you know and nothing out you know nothing bad at, at all but a couple months ago everybody in the world was saying the best of the gun is pretty much a civilian he ain't he's not embedded to this so-called code which according to what i've always been told the only people we expect to hold to the so-called code of not snitching is people that are involved with these type of activities or, or really in certain worlds people who are involved with a criminal organization so somebody who's actually in a gang a mafia a cartel you see a crew of some sort you know two two random dudes go rob a bank and one of them telling each other that's their business right that's how a lot of people have even broke it down even further than that right they go further now all of a sudden that he's went on the stand y'all hold the code against them my whole thing is in these situations there's really no winning you have to make the decision that's best for your family because the people that are happy that Gunner is home are the people that are always going to matter and always have mattered and they would love Gunner whether he was a snitch whether he was uh, rich or poor they're always going to be there so so let's look at it right now this is the same thing I said about 6ix9ine right and, and so 6ix9ine was facing 40 something years or whatever that's, that's what they tell him he probably wasn't going to get they probably going to give him like maybe 10 Right, you know how they do it. They tell you forty, give you ten. Right? He 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 was facing some time. Right? So let's look at his options. He either not tell and have did the time, or he, well, what we see he did, he told and not did the time. Right? So what did what would he? Let's 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 go to a parallel universe. Let's reverse and go to a parallel universe where six nine did not tell. So he goes to jail. And the only thing he gets from it is y'all's approval. That's it. That's it. His family who depends on him, his kid gets left behind. And this mentality, we don't even we we've 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 grown to glorify it so much that so many people right now that would hear this episode to battle and conflict with it and be like, this dude is tripping. Those other guys don't matter. You go to jail, they'll probably kick it with you for about a year or two of your time. After about two, three years, guess who's still just standing? Your mom, your grandma, your kids, who don't give a rat's tail if you was a snitch or not. But I tell you one thing they do care about is, dang, you're not here no more. And at that point, you can you can cut it and slice it into integrity and honor all you want to make you feel better about it. But you just chose a bunch of random dudes and a street code over your family because that's who gets left in the dust when you go in there. You, know, you can say, well, what about my partners? Yeah, they get left in the dust, too, and they move on with their life. They move on with their life. As anybody doing some serious time, how many of their homeboys are still really riding with them and doing things for it? How many of them pull up on his mom every every week and give him to give her two hundred bucks? How many of them uh, uh, are buying diapers? How many of them is holding the, the 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 mother the child down? How many of them is doing these things? That's who you leave behind. You don't leave behind these n words. You just don't. So if for me to be a, and, I, and, and, I, and I'm going to break this down, just stay with me now. I'm going to cover all y'all's questions. I know y'all are concerns. For me to be a dad, a brother, a son, a husband, a best friend, if I have to also add rat to that, then screw y'all. Honestly, I have one life to live. I'm going to waste my life to prove to 
a, a bunch of N-words who don't have nothing, who won't be nothing, who don't do nothing, anything. No. If that, yeah, so, so, man, but you, you, you don't feel like you're going to lose your honor. Your t- no, no, not one bit. I feel like I lose my honor and integrity. Let's keep it real. Most of y'all don't snitch because you're scared. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not tough. You didn't tell because you're scared of being called a rat. You didn't tell because you're scared of getting killed behind it or beat up behind it. Honestly, and some people are going to kill me for saying this, but to a certain extent, 6ix9ine is more brave than a lot of y'all. Let's keep it real. He knew what he was signing up for when he signed that, when he signed them paperwork to get out of that jail. And he stood on it. I'm sick and tired of people, and not just the streets, feeling like they deserve credit for being really being cowards. Let me just show you a quick example. You have a lot of people, but like, I'm a good person. I'm a good person. You're like, why are you a good person? Well, I don't steal. I've never killed nobody. I never. I'm like you. So you've never thought about it. You don't say you're not a good. Don't say that. Just say you were scared. And I'm not knocking them for being. Scared. It's a good. It's a good thing to be scared to kill somebody. It's not a, you know, but. At the same time, a lot of people like to blow wind up their own skirt by talking about things that they've done or they haven't done or they didn't do. And at the end of the day, the reason why you didn't do it or you haven't done it is not because you're just a stand up person. Some of you might be a lot of you didn't snitch because you were scared. That's why you didn't tell. See, I've been in situations where I could have told on people. The only reason I didn't tell, if I could be honest with you, was I didn't feel like I had to. I'm like, what do I have to tell for? I mean, this is a small charge. I'm not. I knew what I was doing. It, to, for me, that that that's just how I looked at it at the time. Now I know some people say, "Well, we hear you, and you're not wrong." But if you weren't ready for that, then why do you go and play in the streets? Well, the real question is, why do you think you can play in the streets and get away with it? Why do you want to try to shame the world into letting you run through it like a maverick, like a like a like a like a like a bull and think that nobody is supposed to stop you? That's the game. That's the part of the game you signed up for, bro. That's the part of the game you signed up for. You know, what I liked about the mafia. They just sit around and talk about rats all day. They just want to handle them. They they understand this is the game. You commit crime, there's going to be someone that's willing to, to tell on you. There's going to be somebody willing to tell on you. The generations of gangsters and street people before this one was way more solid than this one. And they they folded. If, you, if you're still in the streets in 2020, it was 20, it'll be 2023, what, next week or the week after that? You're an idiot. I just, just no other way around it. It's at this point you're an idiot. I mean, you're an idiot, and that's just what it is. I'm not saying you deserve anything. I'm just telling you that you're stupid, because of the fact that what are you thinking you're going to get out of it? Why do you think you're going to win now? These dudes wore suits. Y'all put tattoos on your face. Those th- these dudes used to literally cut their hand open and put blood on a on on a on a handshake to make an oath. These dudes had organizations. You couldn't just pull up to a gas station to start trapping like we do in Atlanta and some other city. Oh no, you you had to go through this person. There was a boss. There's no more bosses. When was the last time we seen a Frank Lucas emerge from these streets or a, or a, or anything like that? These days when a, when a when a boss makes it, when you do get a boss, it don't I mean, he he lasts 2 years. Back then people would be gangsters sometimes 10, 15 years. What make you think you finna be the one to win this game. There's no winning in this game. Biggie Smalls. I mean, so many people told us, you know, you either end up dead or in jail. It's, it, that's how it works. You get to have a little fun. You get to drive some cool cars. And you end up dead or in jail. Big Meech did all that stuff and been in jail most of his son's life. And now look at his son. His son had been in jail two times within the last three months one of them was a misunderstanding and then now he, he got caught with a gun right all this opportunity he got thanks to his dad being a criminal 
the turnaround and not Kanye West for glorifying uh, or saying something good about Adolf Hitler. But we had, we 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 love our Adolf Hitlers right here in our own community. We love our own Adolf Hitlers. So what what I'm saying is it is this. It's the game, man. It's a stupid game. You play stupid game. They say you play stupid game, you get stupid prizes. Why why are you running around telling people they can't tell on you? Who do you think you is? They can't tell on you. What you gonna do about it? That whole snitches get stitches thing is dead. People ain't getting stitches no more. They go home. <laughs> what, what 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 happened to snitches now? Snitches snitches go home. That's what snitches do. <laughs> snitches go to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> snitches go to Target and Walmart and Starbucks. That's what snitches do. Snitches. That's what snitches do. You know what real ones do? They do forty years in jail and they some they some grow up to be a flagget. Take the L out. They some grow up to be a thug. Those are his two options: thug or flag. Thug or flag. Thug or flag. Flaming flagget. Or a flaming gang member. Like, that, those are the two options for most of them. Where has the not snitching thing got our community? Do not tell. Oh, you wonder what. And everybody here. Everybody, the same people, they're not gonna. Here they, here they come talking about the black community. Man, you know, it's a new day, man. When when we gonna stop this stuff? Well, I don't know. Why don't y'all stop stopping the people who are stopping the people who's doing it? You know what I'm saying? I didn't watch neighborhoods that had bad names. And, you know, it took me a long time to realize how neighborhoods get bad names. It's usually like five, ten individuals in the neighborhood. But usually, because they don't own the houses there, right? It's their moms and dads. Once these little knuckleheads go to jail or get killed or just simply move on with their life, the neighborhood is good again. But it takes sometimes decades to get the neighborhoods uh, and ask anybody in real estate to tell you this. It takes sometimes decades to get these neighborhoods back people even wanted to go around them it's to this day in Atlanta even in Atlanta there's some neighborhoods to this day that still have a bad rap if you go over there if you someone that go over there you know those neighborhoods are no no longer dangerous at all actually they're more safe than even some places you would think are safe but for those for like five years there was a crew of dudes who might have been in that neighborhood causing trouble but they all scattered somehow death jail or just simply just moved out right and once those guys get out the neighborhood's good again because everybody else is straight they might have their ways but they're not running around busting heads what Gunner did was what he needed to do we don't know the details of it we don't know what was what was what was said and honestly I'm, I'm I'm glad I'm glad people are starting to break this whole chain, man. It's time to put all that behind us. I'm not even trying to say people should snitch. I really want to say we need to leave this street thing behind completely. It's no longer an ends to a means. Anyway, people are talking about whatever they want to talk about. Uh, you know, but there's so many ways to make money now. No longer do I listen to people tell me they sell drugs or scam because they have to. That's just what you wanted to do, brother. You you think it's cooler to do that than maybe go out there and become a YouTube streamer. I mean, it's a million things you can do, man. Like, it's not just creative stuff. It's a lot of stuff you can get involved with these days that can make you a lot more money than selling drugs ever could make you. It's DoorDashers and Uber drivers that make more money than their local, their local drug dealer. I'll tell you one thing. They won't ever get no charge for doing no DoorDash or no Uber. But you can definitely, you know, mess your life up and go down a spiraled path. And sometimes those fire paths are how they start. They don't start off with no big charge. They might start off with a little misdemeanor marijuana possession. You go to jail. You might meet somebody in the jail. It's just a, it's just a downward spiral sometimes. And it's very hard for a lot of people to catch them, catch themselves as they're going down the, di- the downward spiral. I just want you to think about the fact that usually the only the only prize you get from not snitching, right? Because nobody's going to come take care of you or none of that, right? These these guys these days, they don't want nothing to do with you once you go do some serious time. Is a bunch of people approving? So let's go back to six nine for example, right? So with six nine, his his case is a little different because people didn't like him. 
but let's just let's just go to a parallel universe where people didn't hate Six Nine as much as they did even before he became a rat, right? Okay, so let's just say everybody liked him. He go out there, he doesn't rat. He goes to jail. He does his twenty years. He's doing twenty years now. Only time we hear about him is when he calls on the jail phone and, yo, yo, act, yo, uh, 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 yo, blood, yo, and uh, yo. Yo, Chief Keith, yo, Chief Keith, could never do what I'm doing right now. Like all of that. That's all the time we hear from him, right? Let's, let's just keep it real, right? Six nine goes to jail. He does his time. What did he get? A bunch of people on the internet who would have told and fought in a quick second, saying, "Well, six nine ain't no rap." So you, but what, what, what's the what's the trade though? His mother, who depends on him. His daughter, I'm pretty sure he has some best friends, somebody, those people who don't care. And let me tell you something, too. I want to say this, too. I've heard this, too, before, where some of y'all say you would never be friends with someone after they've told on other people. It'd be one thing to cut somebody off because they told on you. I, I understand that. But let me tell you something. And this is how you know the streets don't love you. And this hip-hop culture, is not. there's no love in it. There's no God in it. If you would cut a friend off, because he took the stand with within his own little whatever he had going on, you don't you don't love that man no way. That shouldn't determine a friendship. I have a friend that told, and I'm not ashamed to say I told him to tell. He came to me, he asked me for advice. It was a murder charge. It didn't mean to happen, but it happened. And the guys that he was supposed to tell on. These guys did not love him. I love my friend. His mom loved him. And had he not told, he would have went into 25 years in jail. Threw away all the money his parents have put into him. And all of it to say that he wasn't a rat. And I told him that. I said, bro, what do you want, man? I said, first of all, it's a new day, bro. You could still be out here in these streets, bro. And I didn't mean that like go selling dope again. I just meant that in a sense of, he, it's not like he got to move to Nevada. It's not the back in the days when you told on somebody, it was like, yo, you got to get out of town, bro. These dudes are soft anyway. And they don't got no reach. They have no reach. They don't have any reach for real. Okay? They can't reach outside of what they see. I said... Because this guy I'm talking about, you know, at the time, and still kind of to this day, we looked at each other like brothers. Like, I was like his little brother, he's like my older brother, my big brother. I said, well, what about me? You're going to leave me behind? You're going to leave your your mom? All these people, for those guys? These guys you was just really just kicking it with just to get a little bit of money? Like, these ain't your homeboys? I knew, I knew you before you was a gangster. I knew you when you used to wear sandals. I knew you when you was going to Georgia State. I watched you become who you are now. And even though I was younger than you because I had already been that type of person before you ever became one, I, I kind of helped you through it. What are you going to do? Take 25 years for these dudes? And it, it was an unfortunate situation. You know, I can speak on it because I don't have to, I don't have to say names. But there was allegedly a, 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 a deal going on. And the young dude tried to take something from my brother and his little crew of little shooters. And all I'm going to say is that the young man, the young black man who tried to run off, let's just say he didn't really make it too far. Right? But it wasn't my people that actually did what it did. 
You feel what I'm saying? So when he fled, he flew, he fleed out. I don't want to say too much. He, he, he went some to another state. They caught him in that state. They brought him back here, put him on house arrest. I went to his mom's house. He was at his mom's house. And we sat down. And he was, he didn't know what to do. His parents, because his parents have a lot of money, want to spend $100,000 on a lawyer. They spent $100,000 on a lawyer. I said, you think your parents did that so you can go on a stand and go do time anyway? If, if what's going to save you right now and give you back your life and give you a second chance at life is to tell on these clowns who you had no business hanging around them anyway. These guys didn't mean you no well. And if you don't tell on them, they're not going to do anything for you. They're not finna come kick you with you in the jail. They're not finna write you. They're not finna come pull up on your mom, give her a hug. They're not finna come take me out and do all the things that you was doing for me. They're not finna come uh, with this person and some of our other friends that he used to you know, help out. Like all these things, nobody's gonna come do this stuff. People that don't give a rat's tail if you're a rat or not, we lose. Those guys get to continue to go terrorize communities. How can we say we love our people, we love our community, we're humans, we're of God, we're children of God, and for the sake of just simply being able to hold some invisible title that has no real merit, we just allow people to come and just do whatever. Now, I'm not saying to just be out here just calling 911 on everybody, oh, Tommy V said what he said, so I'm going to go call the police on this guy that's selling the the weed in the next door what I'm saying is that if that's what you gotta do bro you got one life and an ultimate thing that comes down from this whole conversation is that's why we just shouldn't be involved with it anyway so you ain't even gotta make decisions like that but what is street cred what is the value of street credibility it's an invisible thing that has no merit but you know what's cool and it's always going to be cool. And it's cool to everybody in this world, bro. See, here's the thing about it. Street cred impresses a bunch of low-life people. It don't impress the real world. They're not, they don't think you're cool because you didn't do, you didn't tell. They think you're an idiot. That you had 10 years on the table and all you had to do was tell on these people and you, you didn't do it. They think you're stupid. You know who doesn't think you're stupid? A bunch of kids, bro. And, and N-words who ain't gonna ever be nothing in life. That's who thinks you're cool. That's who you live to impress? Do you think that's what God designed you for? But you know what's always gonna be cool? Being a dad. Being a husband. Being a community leader is always gonna be cool. The other stuff, it fades away. Some of y'all are gonna hold on to this image of the N-word and the hood N-word so long and the street N-word. Your your other peers that are like that now, they they're they're gonna grow out of it. That happened to me, and I'm not even old. I started seeing people from back in the day. I'm like, yo, they're like, hey man, what's up? I'm like, hey man, what's up? I'm like, what you doing out here, bro? Oh, you know, me and the kids, you know, and the wife, you know, we're just gonna go get there. I'm like, Hey, bro, you still mess with this? I started looking around like, let me get out. This is lame. This is lame. People are outgrowing this. It's like a phase. It's like, it's a phase, man. At some point, you got to grow up out of that phase. See, it's one of the most detrimental phases you can go through. It's like being a hoe, right? It's a certain phase in life. You can you can go through a, I want to be a skater phase or an athlete phase or, you know, even a religious phase. But, Whole phases, thug phases. These things leave you with stuff. You don't just walk away scotch-free. You walk away with criminal record. A whole walk away with STDs, unwanted kids, things like that. Reputation. Right? And you try to go into the real world where people act, the people who actually matter are, and they're like, who's this idiot who only not speak a, a full sentence? Because you surround yourself with a bunch of people whose only goal in life was to make $20, $20 today. 
whatever the, whatever the case may be. Am I pro snitching in certain situations? Of course. You good dang right. Go home to your family. Who cares about these stuff? And let that be your lesson. That you should have never cared about that type of stuff. That you should have never been involved with that kind of stuff. And you need to go forth and tell other people the same thing. Hey man, from now on, man, y'all let it go. Because it ain't talking about nothing. We literally, as a as a culture, have to get away from these things. We have to put it down, guys. So we don't have to even be involved with making a decision like that. And I you see, I want to be very clear. I am not referring to real friends telling on each other. Right? We're talking about these organizations. When my homeboy was in that situation, those were not his friends. Like, these were not his friends. You see, you know what I'm trying to say, y'all? Those weren't his friends. They were associates. They might have had a few laughs together, but those weren't his real friends. I'm not talking about telling on your friends. That right there is different. And and to a certain extent, I still feel like you guys need to come come together because in my opinion here's how I look at it too a lot of situations a lot of people are forced into telling because we as a culture we tell the so called rat or the would be rat to be honorable and have integrity but we don't tell the guy that he would rat on if he had honor and integrity I wouldn't have to rat I don't got a rat because you're going to stand up and you're going to take your charges even when I was against snitching, I used to, one thing I used to always say is if I ever get caught for something that I did not do and my so-called homeboy or friend did do it, the dude has seven days to turn himself in or I'm going to tell him he did it. I'm not doing time for you. I don't, that's not, there's nothing honorable about that in my opinion. And when I say I'm not involved, I mean literally to the two where I'm not involved. Like, let's say it. <laughs> Like even right now, I'm sitting there talking to y'all. Let's just say it. As I'm talking to y'all right now, one of my homeboys is out robbing a store. For whatever reason, they think it's me. Maybe he was wearing a similar outfit than I'm known for wearing. Everybody said, no, that's, that was him. That was him. He's got a week to turn himself in. I'll be fair. i give you a whole week. I, I'll, hey, look, look, I'll even sit in, unless I got something going on. I'll sit in there for two weeks. But after, after two weeks tops, I'm calling the people and I'm saying, hey, look, it was Roger that did it. I'm going to get the word out without incriminating you. Hey, man, I'm I'm in here for something you did. And I don't feel like I have to tell you nothing. If you so-called honor... And that's, and that's another thing. And I like how 6ix9ine brought this up. And I know that some of y'all hate 6ix9ine. And I don't really like him too much either, to be honest with you. But you can't say that man was lying about some things. One thing I didn't like about it is in the streets. And I learned this very early. You don't rat. That's not honorable. That's not integrity. That's disloyal. But we allow, we, 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 and, and, and you don't kick it with rats. But we can go kick it with a dude who set his homeboy up and robbed him and got him smoked. People always talk about Alpo, Alpo told, Alpo told, who cares? The real thing is Alpo killed his own friend for money. That's the real thing. I don't care if he told. You dang if he told. He, he, he killed his friend. That's disloyal. Oh, we go kick it with this dude. He's sleeping with his homeboy girlfriend. Here's when a lot of you men don't want to acknowledge. A lot of men don't, ain't going to like me for saying what I'm about to say. We go kick it with homeboy who be cheating on the girl who love him and treat him right. That's disloyal. What's, what's, what's not disloyal about cheating on your girl you know, it, it, that's disloyal. But we cool with all of that, though. There's so many things in our community, in our culture, that we allow. But just don't, don't, don't tell on nobody, though. And what does don't tell on nobody basically mean? Once again, it means, hey, I want to go out here and destroy our community, destroy the world. And you better just shut up and let me do it, boy. 
And look at what's going to happen to some of y'all who, who live by this whole don't tell thing, especially you civilians watching from the sideline, but you got so much mouth talk, talking about situations you've never been involved with. You've never faced no real time. Right? You ain't never had a cop say, hey, you finna go down or we finna whatever. Right? Nothing. Y'all gonna be like Spider-Man and not tell on somebody and that person you don't tell on end up hurting someone next to you. In the movie Spider-Man, he was so mad at this company that did him wrong. As they were getting robbed, he could have stopped the guy who robbed the store. I mean, the people. Remember, Spider-Man started off as a wrestler before he was a superhero and they weren't paying him what he wanted. Look it up. You don't believe me. This is a true story. I mean, I mean, it's not a true story, but it's a Spider-Man true story. And he could have tripped the guy who robbed the people who, who shorted him on the, on the money. But he didn't out of spite. And this is how a lot of y'all are going to end up if you keep playing with the, with the energies in this universe. Right? He goes home to find out that his Uncle Ben, who he loved so dearly, his Uncle Ben was pretty much his dad. You could just call him his dad. Got murdered that night. And guess who murdered him? The same guy he could have stopped. So don't tell. Some of y'all right now, let me tell you how, how soft some of y'all how are. And you you like to say you're a gangster and you stand up, but you're not no gangster and you're not no stand-up guy. You're just soft and you're a coward. A lot of y'all live so much by this so-called street code. And some of y'all, I don't even know why you live by it because you're not in the streets, so I don't know why you live by it, but whatever. You live so much by this so-called no snitching street code. You know, some of you right now that's listening, you know who killed your homeboy. You also know you're not built to go out there and avenge him. Physically, like you go kill the guy who killed him. Some of y'all right now is so caught up in that street code stuff. I could kill your mama right now and you wouldn't tell on me. I could murder your son and you wouldn't tell on me. There are people right now on this earth and not just one or two, but a lot of them. They know who killed their friend. You ain't no real friend. My motto always was, you touch somebody around me, you either going to jail or you going to hell. I've always lived by that and I've said that out loud even when I was running, running around th- thinking I was some type of street dude myself. Uh-uh. If I'm not big enough or bold enough to kill you, you going to jail. I can't call myself no real person, no real friend, no real son, no real uh, uh, boyfriend, no real none of that. And, and watch somebody get smoked. And I know who did it. And I don't do nothing about it. Nah. How could I hug his mom? She cried. I would just want justice for my baby at this point. And I don't. And I know Okay, you don't want to tell the police? I could tell her. She goes to some of y'all wouldn't even want to tell. They they didn't tricked you and warped your brain so much. You would let your friend's murder go unsolved. Some of y'all would let y'all kids' murder go unsolved. You know you're not finna go kill that guy. You t- no, I'm gonna get the guy who did it. When, bro? When? Little Tim's still running around. But we will call little Dirk honorable because he won't go tell on Lil Tim I'm not saying I don't know that situation I'm just using the situation loosely almost metaphorically we would, we would call him that forget that somebody smoked me and I look down from heaven or whatever like that and I, and I see that you're not doing nothing okay cool you're not gonna go kill the guy who killed me that's good I don't want you to kill him I don't want you to put yourself in trouble and now two of us gone but damn you ain't gonna go tell the police he did that you gonna let the man keep running around how's that real the streets are not real. I don't know who needs to hear this, but the streets do not love you. When it hits the fan, and if you really in them streets, even on a small scale, it will hit the fan. You can either choose to impress a bunch of niggas, or you can choose to impress God, your community, and the people who love you, whether you are rat or not. Not people whose love love for you is contingent upon if you basically be their doormat. The streets love you when you're the streets doormat. When you stand up for yourself and say, hey. And I don't mean stand up for yourself by telling. I just mean in general. 
The streets don't love you no more. I had people I thought was my friend. I thought we were more than just, you know, street buddies. I thought we were actually friends. When I didn't want to be like that no more, they don't call my phone no more. But the guys who were with me through the thick of, they always call my phone. The streets will leave you. How many more examples do we need to see? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Black people are insane. Black people are insane. Hip-hop culture is literally insanity. How many more niggas gotta die for you niggas to learn? You are not cool because you took 20 years and left behind your son. That's not cool. That's unfortunate. And no, I don't respect you for it. I'm not saying I'm going to disrespect you, but you don't get my respect. And I know that some of y'all say, I don't care about your respect. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's apparent. You don't care to respect you, you. You want low lives to respect you. That's the only way you could be somebody. You can't be nobody in the real world. You ain't smart enough, huh? Oh, let's talk about let's talk about how being a street n word is actually a cop out for a lot of black men who know that they or feel like they're incompetent of actually standing up and competing in the real world. The real world. Where you have to actually be somebody. I love when Dame Dash was talking the other day on this one show. I was watching him. And he was talking about the difference between dealing with, you know, basically a-holes in the corporate world and versus the streets. Where he's in the streets, I'll just punch him in the face. Where now I got to go through contracts and a guy I would, I would really just stuff, shove into a trunk. I have to kind of let him talk to me kind of crazy. And I have to just talk back to him kind of crazy as well. And it's just like, yeah. And a lot of these brothers, they... I feel like the street thing is really a cop-out because they're not built to go into the real world. See, once you step out of the streets and you go to the real world where you're Hellcat and you're tattoos and you're having a pistol visibly on your waist and extended clips and smoking weed all day, and these things actually make you look like stupid to these people. You step back and realize you're the king of idiots. You're a king. Yeah, of idiots. And that's who follows you, is idiots. Useless women who suck cucumbers in the middle of the club on camera. Like, this is these are the people you want to live your life to impress? You go to the club, pop all these bottles, and a bunch of broke dudes who work at McDonald's are sitting around looking at that. That's who you care to impress? That's cool to you? We have to change what's cool. Or we're going to always be down. We wonder why things aren't going the way it's supposed to go in the black community. And we don't ever stop and think to ourselves, well, hmm, Maybe, just maybe, if we just stopped letting this be cool and this be lame and we swapped them, we would see the things that are supposed to happen. I mean, that's what other races do. <laughs> you know? Like, even this whole OGs thing. The average OG is broke. He's a loser. And I, when I say a loser... I'm not saying that to disrespect him. I mean that in the, in the literal sense of all he's done and like all he could tell you is a bunch of losses. But we get behind these OGs like they somebody. A dude who never left the neighborhood his mom raised him in. And I get it. They be having some wisdom. But let's, if we're going to respect them, respect him for their wisdom. Not respect them because of that. The OGs and all the other man, this, I'm telling you, this culture is wicked, man. You know, in the hood, 
we would respect the guy who, who's still there, who never left, who never did anything good. All he could do is tell us stories about how he destroyed the neighborhood, made it harder for us. We wondering why the police always harassing us. Well, because of him and his friends. That's why. But we don't respect the dude who went and did something with his life. At some point, we have to wake up and be like, you know what, man? I don't care. And this is why I tell people all the time, man, and this sucks until things get right. Brothers who think like me, uh, to a certain extent, and even if you don't fully agree with it, everything I said in this episode, the best thing you can do sometimes is get away from black people, man. I'm going to just tell you guys what I've observed. Most of, I grew up diverse. Most of my friends that are black, that married outside their race, especially the men, which most of the black guys I grew up with did marry outside of their race, hang out outside of their race. Most of them live pretty good, healthy lives. Most of my friends who hang out with nothing but black people are still going through it to this day. It's sad. It is sad. But watching the way the internet and a lot of rappers and people have reacted to what Gunna did is just proof that we still have such a long way to go that at this point you can drain yourself sitting around black people trying to fix black people all you want or you could just say you know what I'm gonna just go where things are real and if you run into some black people over there you what you will good but hanging around with you you guys is, is it's just not going nowhere we're in 2022 t- telling somebody to go do time in jail don't go home to your family that's what it see I'm gonna tell you how the streets got messed up I'm gonna tell you how it's just it's even that the streets we we talk about things too goodly in a good way we we, we sugarcoat them right we call it murdering people drilling airing out the block you mean shooting aimlessly at a potentially innocent people when the only person you really want to kill is only one person you mean that like don't don't say Oh, don't snitch or real ones and keep... No, say... you Don't say I didn't snitch. Say I chose an invisible code that I can't take anywhere with me outside of the loser realm over my family, over being a productive member of society and a productive member for the kingdom of God. T- just say that. And then we'll start to see how many people do. Tell people that. Call it literally what it is, and I bet money the world changed. When we stop painting these pretty pictures of things, call it what it is. Call these things exactly what they are. And that's when people start to fold. And that it, it works in any department. You don't, you don't have to just use it in a street conversation. Call things what they are, and then people fold. I guarantee it. Call things what they are and watch people fold, y'all. Watch. Watch. It's your boy Tommy via Raw Sex and I'm out. Before I go, I want to put some emphasis on that. I want you. I'm going to send everybody here on a project and it might take you some time. Do not be, first of all, before I tell you what I want you to do, do not be afraid of shattering the identity that you've always had your whole life. Snake shed skin. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a deep, deep. And some of y'all already do this. You feel like, no, go deeper. Take a deep analysis of everything in our culture, the goods and the bad. And what I want you to do as you're going through every, I mean, everything, you know, I want you to call them what they are. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't use slang. Don't. Sweeten it up. Don't know. Call it what it is. Don't call it hitting a lick. Call it robbery. Call it taking. Don't call it scamming or fraud. Call it stealing from people who've done nothing to you from behind a computer screen. Potentially ruining their lives so you can live a luxurious one. Being greedy and selfish. Call it these things. Don't call it. Uh, 
fried chicken, call it artery-clogging food that will literally lead to disease that can destroy your body and kill you off before you're supposed to go. Call it selfishness at that point because you want to eat some bad food all the time. You don't care if you leave behind your own children to fend for themselves in this world before they're old enough to fend for themselves. Try for just one week to call things to the to the T. And I just gave you some examples so I could show you how I want you to do it. And and watch how you start to look how disgusting our culture is. Don't call her a hoe. Mm-mm. Call her a lost woman. Who has taken the most sacred thing that she has. Which is a, rep- a reproductive system for the human race. So it's really one of the most sacred things that all of us have access to. And she's just given it away for the price of something that... Innocent. I mean... Some of these girls that charge $200 to have sex with them. There's shoes that cost more money than that. And I ain't even talking like Gucci shoes or Mason Margellas. We're talking Nikes, Pumas, Adidas. That cost more than $200. A 55-inch TV costs dang near six, dollars $700. Is she not worth more than that? This is a worthless woman at that point. I don't care how much money she charged. I don't care how many benches she drives. She's a hoe. She's worthless. Because her womb is no longer sacred. There's a reason why a woman is called woman. That just shows you her importance right there. Her most important part of her is her reproductive state. destroying that don't call it abortion call it murdering your baby being selfish living in your own will not God's trying to basically be God but call things what they are don't just call them don't even don't even just say murder no describe what what is it what does it mean to murder someone who do you think you are to murder somebody think about all of these things guys I want you to go through this week Look at our culture in America culture, black culture, hip hop culture, and I want you to literally take the time and call things exactly to the T what they are. Describe them to the T. Describe just what it is. Not what you think it is. Not what I think it is. Not what a Christian thinks it is. Not what a secular person thinks it is. But just simply what it is. What comes with it? What does it mean to tell on somebody? What does it mean to not tell? What is that? What comes with that? Don't just say, oh, you didn't tell. Don't just say, oh, you told. No, say, I gave myself a second chance. Call it what, that's technically what you're doing, right? I mean, you now have a chance to not, have to go, call things what they are and watch how your brain, and and here's how you're going to know something too. I want you to pay attention to how conflicted you are when you hear these truths. what time to be a raw sex in our mouth.